1: To Metal
2: Shop's Backstage
1: Pass. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to Metal Shops Backstage Pass. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and for subscribing to the podcast. I will say this for the first time in a, quite a while. Please rate and review the podcast wherever uh, you, you do subscribe to this podcast, whether it be on the Apple podcast feed or... Um, or or, uh, wherever you find it. It does help the algorithm, and it helps us uh, reach a new audience. Uh, I've seen some good reviews up there, five-star reviews. Very, very helpful. Right now I'm talking with Brian Giles, a guitarist and vocalist of the mighty Red Fang. Uh, I'm going to assume you're you're in Portland right now? That's correct. Nice. Right on, man. So uh, I'm going to start things off uh, with a question that we usually leave to the end. But Red Fang's a fun band, and uh, I, I'm just going to start things off weird. So, if you don't mind, pick a scar on your body. Tell us the story of how you got it, and show us the scar, if you can.
0: Um, I guess the easiest one to show you um, is, well, it's sort of embarrassing, but whatever. It's, it's the most convenient one. Uh, let's see. That. Can you see that?
1: Oh, yeah, I see there. that.
0: Yeah, that like a my little first, tattoo. My, yeah, it was my first tattoo, the stick and poke uh, I got um, in high school uh, instead of listening to a lecture. And uh, it is on top of a cigarette burn because I guess for a second there, I thought I was tough and yeah. I was on some illicit drugs and I put a cigarette out on myself. Anyway, um, I'm glad it's still there because I think every uh, scar slash tattoo tells a story, no matter how embarrassing.
1: Is it a dollar sign or a Z?
0: It's an OZ. Opinion Zero was, a, was an excellent punk metal punk band from uh, Tucson, Arizona, back when I was a wee lad.
1: Okay, right on, man. So uh, we're going to talk about the new album, and uh, we're going to talk about the new music. Uh, but, but I also am curious. So you're in Portland right now, uh, and you know, Red Fang, um, awesome Portland band, and there's been so many cool portland bands throughout history um some some like poison idea um is one that that rings uh comes to my mind um what are your favorite portland bands of all time
0: um i'm a a big wipers fan i think they're fantastic um let's see uh portland bands um There's a band called the bugs, which, uh, it's just one of the most good time, uh, uh, garage, garage pop, uh, duo. Um, I I love the out of them. Uh, they've, uh, they've toured a lot in France. They're an odd, odd couple of fellas, but uh, but I love those guys. Um, our front of house has started a new band relatively new band called ills i l s and they're really great it's uh, uh tom gloss from uh, uh black elk and uh lopez um okay it's his latest effort uh doing vocals and uh, it's super uh caustic um almost to the point of unpleasant but it's cat <laughs> but it's catchy it's okay it's it's, it's really good I, I strongly suggest checking that out
1: caustic and catchy i like it yeah um okay so we're, let's talk about the new album and uh it's uh, called eros coming out june 4th and uh first off did you guys record this during the pandemic or was it uh finished before or what what what's the story with it
0: it was completed in october of 2019 so oh, wow. there's there's no mention of the of the coronavirus or any of its subsequent uh, side effects um, on the record, so you can breathe a sigh of relief there. Any com- any complaining on the record is not because of the pandemic.
1: You didn't like ham fist any like you know uh, coronavirus uh, mentions, just like throw them in there just to be topical, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> my, I hate being in my apartment. I mean, no quarantine blues. Yeah. Yeah, gross yes because and, you know prob- and, that, and that probably exists it's probably a new genre
1: well uh there's a two chain song called quarantine thick about getting you know super thick during quarantine so you know um there's that uh ah, well that's good I yes mean, you know a lot of people just get, got fat so i mean if if he was working out good on him shout out two chains Yes. Yeah, man. We're t- t- talking two chains with Breadfang. Fang. Uh, okay, so um, what can you tell us about the record, man? What can we expect?
0: Um, I, you know, I'm real proud of it. Uh it's a it's a continuation of our, you know, it's still us doing it in the same in the same style, you yeah. know. I mean, it's the same style of songwriting, that is that anything that all four of us can agree on is uh cool, is what turns into a song. So uh but that said, I, I think this record sort of leans a little um, into the darker corners of uh, the psyche. Um, okay, it's it's not a it's not a cheerful thing necessarily, but really, what Ren Fang record is? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and I and I and I think also uh, I'm real proud of how um, dense it is with with weirdness. There's a lot of strange noises on there that uh, that uh, are there i think they're intriguing and i know where a lot of the noises came from so hopefully people can you know hit the bong and and check it out in
1: that way too that is like the best way to promote the album like and you got to get a new one get a nice new one with like the glass catcher you know just like and get it like brand new when you when you touch down with the red fang record just put it on Get the new one with yeah, the pass catcher. Put
0: your phone on. Put your phone on airplane mode. You know, yep. and uh, and then let your mind take off, bruh.
1: <laughs> oh man!
0: Or just listen to it, or, you know. Yeah,
1: I, or just whatever. Um, okay, so, <laughs> um, you guys are usually road dogs, and I know this is probably the longest you guys have gone without touring in a while. I'm assuming, um.
0: The longest how? I've got the longest I've gone since I was uh, in my uh, mid twenties. So yes, long damn time.
1: How you been staying uh, busy and and well, I don't know about sane, but a semblance of sane. How, how have you been staying busy at least?
0: I've just I've uh, I am teaching myself to do home recording. Um, yeah, and, I, and you know I'm not gonna you know be some kind of producer of note or anything anytime soon. But yeah. uh, but for my own creative um uh uses I've I've gotten there. It's great. I no longer hate the computer. Yeah. The computer is my friend. So uh I feel good about that. Um I did not get thick. Uh sorry, I, I you know I should probably I don't know get some good walking shoes or something. But uh <laughs> but yeah no I just yeah I did a lot of home recording and it and it it was it was really fun and it's and it's something I uh have incorporated in my into my life even now that I have other things. Um, it's it's become important to me, and, and so that's that's pretty exciting, you know, yeah. for, for being a guy who you know I eschewed digital, you know, recording as a process for years and years. I was like, no way, man! You get your guitar and you crack a beer, and that's how you do it. But uh, turns out there are two ways to rock. Yeah, yeah, man. Somebody, so, should, somebody should should call uh, the Red Rocker and let them know.
1: Are these um are these new things that you're recording and experimenting with? Are they for Red Fang? Or are they just ideas? Or are they for a side project? Or
0: I've I've um I've been contributing to other people's uh crazy ideas. Cool. Uh, I'm uh the the lion's share of the things I've done is is for a project called uh. Uh, super Volcano 2042 um, and it's in it's it's uh, a collaboration between me my friend and our future selves we've been collaborating with uh-huh. our much older selves in the future and then they send us back the material and uh-huh. I must say that uh, the uh, the 69 year old version of me is
1: excellent <laughs> is he super advanced.
0: Uh, uh well he's still grumpy it's crazy you'd think he would have worked it out
1: but no, still still grumpy how are his how are his uh recording skills uh
0: you know better than mine really <laughs> I, I i i i could i could learn from him
1: nice man um uh okay so you've been doing home recording studio uh with everything and i've been doing that too that's i Kind of built out. The, I'm I'm underneath the stairs, so I have like a Harry Potter like existence right now, just recording studio under the stairs. But I made it work, and um, I'm stoked. Uh, but now we're talking about the future. But let's go to the past. So I like to ask band- people like what their first albums was and stuff. But we interviewed you guys years ago at Mayhem Festival, and I think we already asked you that question. So I'm going to go a little bit more random. Growing up, what was the first band T-shirt you ever purchased?
0: Uh, that would be, uh, Ronnie James Dio, uh, for the sacred heart tour. Nice. And I was very excited, uh, that you could, it said devil upside down. Yeah. So when you looked down at your shirt, it was said devil. And I was like, ah, my parents don't know that. That's cool. Um, and the other thing that I guess I was in, se- I guess I was in seventh grade and I had not been exposed to marijuana yet. Mm-hmm. Um, late bloomer. Um, but I was like, that's what pot smells like. And I wore it to school the next day and smelled it all day. I was like, that's what well, what knowing now really low grade weed smells like. This is what dirt weed's like. I, yeah, definitely. The the pot that was in my shirt had definitely spent some time in a car tire.
1: Was that so that was uh one of your first concerts as well then? The Dio concert?
0: Yeah, my first metal concert was uh Dio Sacred Heart.
1: Awesome. Uh well, okay, so y- early on going to those shows, getting that band t-shirt. What was the band? Um, was there a band that really inspired you to like do it yourself?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I, I, I you know, yeah, I, I follow, definitely was into, you know, that kind of metal, like Motley Crue, Shout of the Devil, uh, you know, Rat Out of the Cellar, that era, you know, that mm-hmm. was kind of what was happening. Um, but uh, a lot of, you know, so technically proficient that I it didn't really... It crossed my mind that, Oh, I could do that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I still, but it still inspired me to, you know, to play music, but I think probably, probably getting, um, uh, you know, black flag, my war, probably yeah. that record was, uh, Greg Ginn is still a hero of mine. I think his guitar playing is just so unique and, and, mm-hmm. and aggressive and, and we're and interesting, um, but also very accessible to someone, you know, who's who has, you know, like myths for hands. You know, I, I, I'm never going to do these pentatonic sweeps or anything. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, Greg Ginn taught me that uh, you don't you don't need that crap. Just, you know, do, what you need is intention. What you need is a feeling. And uh, and then whatever else you do to get that feeling across it, uh, you you know, the, the requisite skills are an interest or having something to say is really all that you need to be in a, in a rock and roll band.
1: Absolutely, man. And, and, uh, that very, very DIY. And those were that band black flag. I mean, some of the earliest, like of just like gnarly DIY touring. And I know that's what, you know, before red fang, um, really got a big name for yourselves. I remember you guys were a DIY and you still probably uh but on a bigger scale but you know i i just remember very diy and very much like just get in the van kind of style
0: uh yeah we're still still doing that okay <laughs> all right uh i don't i mean we have we have i don't know a handful of times gone out um in a tour bus but only because logistically it would have been impossible otherwise um but you know i unless suddenly we accidentally write you know escalator to heaven or something, uh yeah, we're always gonna be in the van. And that's fine by me. I you know, I enjoy it. It's uh it's very it's very comfortable. It's it's my home away from home.
1: Yeah, man. And and um, you know, uh it also keeps costs low, you know, because those buses are expensive, you know, and and
0: absolutely. I mean there's a you know, there I've I've seen buses out in front of some shoebox clubs here in town and i and just knowing what i know now after years of you know looking at the breakdown of what a tour costs i'm like man i'm assuming that this band is getting fronted money for that bus yeah and every single penny that this tour makes is going into that bus right now and Uh, You know, I mean, if you're if you're after experience and and you want to live the high life and have, you know, heated floors and a shower and a bed and everything is cool. Great. You're you're getting a great. That's a great life experience. But if you're in it to make a living, no freaking way. Fans of our of our size Mm -hmm. um, will are in a in a bus. You know, it's just not it's not feasible.
1: it'd be cool for a while, but if you're a lifer and you're doing it long-term and stuff, it's just not sustainable. So, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I think some people, some people would get in the bus because they feel like it's an image thing. Um, and I'm not optics. I'm not, yeah, I'm not trashing on that because that very well may, may be true. I mean, you know, people like, Oh, what's backstage like? And, and maybe some of the job is being like, Oh man, it's all strippers. And we're doing cocaine off the chandelier, you know, that's not what we do. You know, we're like, all right, back into the Scrabble, you know, we're, yeah. re, you know, we're not, you know, rock and roll in that way. But I think that a lot, that a lot of people, um, not a lot, there's, there's a certain m- number of people that, um, that kind of want to live through you. Like, man, if I didn't have my, you know, my crappy office job, I could be out there doing all these crazy exploits like you do. And you don't want to crush their dreams so much by yeah. saying, well, no, I, you know, I finished a book and I, you know, and I found a laundromat on my day off. You know what I mean? I ate like a Snickers that, bar. <laughs> right. It's like, it's a, that's not, I mean, to some degree, maybe you're supposed to fulfill that fantasy for people. But, um, you know, I don't need all that stuff to, I mean, it for me, finding a, a laundromat that'll fold your laundry for you, oh. it's like, we are living large, yep. boys. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a and th- but that really is does bring me joy. So, you know, I am living a dream. It's just not... At my my expectations are a little lower than maybe what you're supposed to have for rock
1: and roll. I can imagine that would kind of play a... Take its toll on you, too, is, like, if the expectations of, like... Because people see Red Fang on your music videos. Probably expect you guys to just be, you know, not partying, per se, but just, like, always there to drink with them and stuff. And maybe if you just want to have a night off... Everyone, you know, this is their big night, but for you, it might just be Tuesday night. And so it might not be as sustainable to always, you know, people expect, expecting you to like rage with them. It might be kind yeah, of hard.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've I've shotgunned warm beers out of somebody's trunk in a parking lot, you know, right. This is like the sixth show in a row with like, you know, averaging seven hours on the road a day. Yeah. Just totally fried. But these, you know, but, the you know, someone comes up, oh, man, you got a shotgun this beer with us we brought it it's the local it's the crappiest local beer we have yeah we sort of have a reputation for that so it's like all right <laughs> so not only is it not good but it's warm and it's out of your trunk you know but it it meant so much to them that i am like well i guess that's what's happening now you know but yeah eventually eventually you've got to take a day off and say no today i'm gonna be super boring but so-
1: uh, Hey, Uh, you—you mentioned that Red Fang has a has a uh, reputation for drinking super crappy local beers. What's your—and we're gonna bum someone out here, but you know, you guys have toured the world. What's your? What's the crappiest local beer you've ever had, if you can remember? Remember.
0: Uh, well, you know, I, i can't probably call one out by name, um. You know, I mean, I could think of some crappy beers. I think that, uh, I think, it's a, I think a Valentine's is pretty damn bad. Okay. Uh, that tastes like you're, you're licking a dirty car battery. Um, Yum. you know, but, but the, you know, it's the price point. If it's the yep. price point you're after, Valentine.
1: <laughs> nice. Um, all right, man. Well, I'm not going to take up your whole, you know, evening and whatnot. It's a beautiful Northwest day here. I'm in Seattle. You're in Portland. I oh, know nice. this. The sun's out um but uh i i I just have two more questions for you and uh everyone knows red fang heavy riffs heavy rock but i'm assuming there's some albums that you love that people might not expect what are a couple albums that you the singer the guitarist of red fang world renowned rock and roll band something that you love that people might be like really like, is there any quote-unquote guilty pleasures? I don't really believe in guilty pleasures as a real thing.
0: Well, as... that's, you know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I don't, if, if you enjoy something, what, where's the guilt coming from? Exactly. You know, uh, you know I, I I like, um, you know, uh, Kim Carnes is, uh, is an old favorite of mine. You know, Betty Davis Eyes. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic song. Uh, um, I've said many times... Um, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Trouble Water. Um, you know, I, I think that if, 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 if it speaks to you, I mean, not everybody's in a metal mood all the time. Oh, I, I yeah. don't know who, who can possibly. Well, I mean, maybe when I was, you know, a, a teenager or something that I was on, my brain was set to angst at all times. But that's, you know, that's not sustainable either. You, you do have to give your, yourself a break. Uh, one of my favorite Sunday morning uh, albums to put on is Stardust by Willie Nelson. Um, it's a cover album of of old jazz standards, yeah. and that album just you know it brings a tear to my eye. I I I love it so much. You know, um, there's a laundry list of things that probably people would be disgusted by. <laughs> you know that are real well, all You know, I mean, but come on, we're 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 older people. We don't yeah. we don't need that anymore.
1: So again, uh, the new albums coming out June 4th arrows. You can, um, order, pre-order it now. Uh, you can listen to the new singles available and, uh, again, uh, support Red Fang. No one's touring right now. I, I mean, people starting to open up. So people are going to start playing shows here and there. And I hope we get to see Red Fang in Seattle here in the future sometime in 2021, 2022. Um, and, but in the meantime, support them, pre order them, buy some merch, support awesome local Northwest rock and roll. Do you have any final words for Seattle and uh, the local Northwest uh, music scene? And before the album comes out,
0: uh, no, I mean, I, I, not really. I mean, I think what you said, you know, go out and support music, not just us, but just uh, your local venues. You know, I mean, it, it was, it made me really nervous just. Uh, as this thing dragged on, it was like, you know, I know Slim's in San Francisco closes doors permanently. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of clubs that were in danger. And so, um, you know, it's not just bands. It's, it's the people that work for bands, it's clubs. Uh, It's, it's a whole, uh, you know, uh, microcosm of it's, it's a, it's a community that we all need to support. And so uh, I plan on, on, getting out there putting on my cleanest dirty shirt and um yeah. and supporting it too um seattle has always been um a really really fantastically supportive uh town for us and i really um i really appreciate it so i guess what i'd say to seattle lights is um thank you so much and uh and i can't wait to uh party with you guys again
1: all right, Brian Giles, uh, again, from Red Fang, a.k.a., if you see it on the screen, Maurice. Wah. Well. Yes. <sighs> right on, man. Dude, thank you so much for doing the interview. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Have a good one, man. You too.
2: This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass.
1: How powerful is Cox
0: Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix,